0: Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley.
1: And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this podcast episode are accurate as of the date the episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, John.
0: Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: Thank you. It's been a while. You know, I've been behind the board. That's that's, that's some inside baseball information. That's what we call it here, sitting behind the board, uh, producing. So I figured it was time to, to give our dear listeners a taste of my voice. It's not just a boring legal disclaimer. Yes. So.
1: so I have a question for you, John. Sure. How many cars have you bought?
0: I myself have bought two cars.
1: Were either of them a lemon?
0: No, they both were wonderful cars
1: good i have bought i am on my fourth car and luckily i have not had any lemons either although if either of us had bought a, a lemon of a car bad car mm-hmm. there is a law that would protect us right
0: there is and it's not just the law that says that if you if a car dealer gives you lemons you make lemonade because that's a terrible saying yeah that is I don't like that one bit
1: yeah you could also make um well, I guess you need limes for margaritas, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, you can make like a, a whiskey sour or something. Tune into our our separate alcohol related podcast that's dropping never, and we'll talk more about that. Yes.
1: So. All right, John. So the Virginia Consumer Protection Act is one of those pieces of legislation that has all of the feel good words in the title. Virginia is the greatest state in the union, and who wouldn't want to make sure that consumers are protected?
0: Actually, Laura, it's a Commonwealth.
1: Oh. Virginia is the greatest commonwealth in the Union, although I like saying that we're the greatest state because there are only five commonwealths.
0: That's true, um, but I, I feel like I'm obligated as a lifelong resident to stand up for us and say, mm-hmm. do you know the other states that are commonwealths?
1: Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and I don't remember the fifth I one. Think,
0: I think it's just four. I think it's just those four. Okay. West Virginia. I'm not positive. Readers and listeners, you can fact check us later on this, but um, yes, we think we're good.
1: Okay, so well, we're the greatest state, commonwealth, territory, or anything in the union, and who wouldn't want to protect uh, to make sure that our consumers are protected? This name has everything, but it's more than just a name, right?
0: That's right. So the VCPA was first codified in 1977 as a way to promote fair and ethical standards of dealings between suppliers and the consuming public. Now, typically that's covered things like the advertising or sale of goods, services or business opportunities, and... Lemon laws for cars, as Laura mentioned earlier.
1: So the Act allows consumers to lodge complaints about services and products that violate the conditions of the Act. So, for example, you could buy a car that is supposedly new, but you later find out that it has had three previous owners, and that would be a misrepresentation and could potentially land the seller in hot water.
0: An example that would probably be a little more relevant to your day-to-day job is the Act prohibits remodeling or repairing a home with defective drywall. Now, this doesn't cover selling a home in which defective drywall has been installed. But remember, that is one of the few mandatory disclosures that we have for sellers in Virginia.
1: If an individual brings an action under the Virginia Consumer Protection Act, they are entitled to recover actual damages or $500, whichever is greater. If the trier of fact, so the judge, finds the violation is willful, then it can increase the damages to an amount not to exceed three times the actual damages sustained or $1,000, whichever is
0: greater. Now, if the court finds that the person has willfully engaged in an act or practice that violates the VCPA, the attorney general, the attorney for the commonwealth, or the attorney for the county, city, or town may recover a civil penalty of up to $2,500 per violation, and that money would go to the state literary fund.
1: And that would be on top of the damages that the person could claim, correct? Right, right. Okay, so the law defines a willful violation as one where the individual continues to engage in the behavior after being notified of the alleged violation by certified mail.
0: Well, this is all great, all, all wonderful. We're patting ourselves on the back here. Yeah, but Laura, how does this relate to real estate? That's a very good question. Because I've been reading my Virginia code book. I stay up all night reading it. It's engrossing. It's you stay up?
1: Usually, people read that to fall asleep.
0: Yeah, well, I kept dropping it on my head as I was reading it. It woke me back up. Ah, okay. You you do what you got to do. Anyway, because of all this, I know that the VCPA expressly does not apply to real estate licensees. So why are we talking about this?
1: Well, so first, I am very impressed with your legal research skills, which which is good. That's part of why we hired you. Thank you. And you're right that the act does not apply to real estate licensees. That's what the VREB and DEPOR take care of. But... The Act now governs something that should be concerning to anyone with a license, the unlicensed practice of real estate.
0: The General Assembly this year passed a law that added the violation of any provision related to the unlicensed practice of real estate to the Act. This means that anyone who attempts to practice real estate without a license subjects him or herself to the full power of the VCPA.
1: Right, so if a licensed individual does something wrong, then the person would go to depor through VREB. If it's an unlicensed person who is acting and doing licensed activity, then that person can, the, the, the person who's harmed could take action under the VCPA.
0: Right, exactly. Okay.
1: So this will help the real estate industry as a whole because it provides many more avenues for the public, and that includes you as a licensed agent or broker, and the government to go after and punish people who are trying to take a shortcut when selling real estate.
0: And now a word from our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit VHDA.com.
1: All right, John, let's take it to the legal hotline.
0: I'm a little rusty. I haven't been to the hotline in a while, but let's, let's, let's give it a let's, shot. Let's
1: see if we can do this. All so right. my first question for you. My neighbor had a bad experience with someone who was providing her real estate advice. She finally went on Depor's website, and it turns out that the person isn't even licensed. What can she, or maybe even I, do to stop this?
0: So either you or your neighbor can file a complaint under the VACP against this unlicensed individual. You can also bring the complaint to the Office of the Attorney General, your local Commonwealth's attorney, or the city, town, county attorney in your jurisdiction. He or she can then investigate and, if necessary, send a notice to the person to stop the unlicensed activity. Right, Laura. Mm-hmm. My friend just moved to Virginia and thought that everything was squared away with her license. So she began conducting real estate business. Turns out that her license in Virginia was not actually active. Uh-oh. Now, one of her clients has threatened her with a violation of the VACP. What can she do?
1: Well, first, the act only provides large fines when it's a willful violation, which this one, it, it's probably not because a willful violation occurs after the person accused has been notified by certified mail to knock it off. Second, 59.1-207 states that no liability will be imposed if the violation resulted from a bona fide error. However, even under that code section, the violator may still be ordered to pay restitution and reasonable attorney's fees and court costs. So here, because your your friend made an, a legitimate mistake, it was, it was honest, they... they It was a true error. They thought they were licensed, and they weren't. Chances are there's going to be limited liability, although she may have to pay uh, restitution and reasonable attorney's fees.
0: Right. So it's not going to be as bad as it could be, but it always pays to be absolutely certain that everything is is totally legit before you start practicing real estate in Virginia.
1: Well, and this is what we're discussing right now is only under the VACP. Mm. We're not talking about DEPORT because DEPORT may take a different view of somebody... Engaging in real estate activity without a license. Right. And they, they may change that license status if they find out about this. So right, double whammy potentially.
0: Exactly. All right, Laura, how can our listeners limit their risk?
1: Let's Start talking about that.
0: Well, first, make sure you have a license. That seems to be the threshold for everyone here, but make sure you have yes. a license. Everything is, is active. All of your credits are up to date and all of that. We don't mm-hmm. think we need to remind you of that. But always remember, if you let your license lapse and continue to practice real estate, you could fall victim to the VCPA, along with any other problems you may face with DPOR and the Virginia Real Estate Board.
1: If you or a client knows about an unlicensed individual practicing real estate, you should contact the AG's office or your local Commonwealth's attorney or town attorney. Preventing unlicensed activity helps protect your reputation as a real estate licensee and also helps to protect the public. On top of this, if you have an unlicensed assistant that is working for you, maybe on your team or just for you as a licensee, now know that they could potentially be liable for damages and uh, penalties if they violate the Virginia Consumer Protection Act. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks.
0: Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel.
1: This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.